Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Did somebody say playoffs? The NBA, MLB, and the NHL are all in full swing, and our partners at Bet Online have you covered. So take full advantage of sports being back and get in on the action with hundreds of odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. Bet Online, your online sports experts. The Hot Talk Podcast is brought to you by Heinemann Services. Heinemann Services is a family-owned and operated business whose work ethic and customer service will restore your confidence in handymen. They offer interior and exterior projects for your home or business, including repairs, installations, small remodels, landscaping, decks, fencing, and much more. Call Corey and his crew today at 479-347-9336. That's 479-347-9336. Since 1984, Max's Garage, located at 1010 South Rock Street in Sheridan, Arkansas, has been your one-stop shop for all of your auto repair needs, including tune-ups, oil changes, transmission repairs, and even body work. Stop by or give them a call today at 870-942-4612. Again, that's 870-942-4612. You ready for this? Are you ready? Three, two, one. Yo, what is going on, Arkansas Razorback fans, SEC fans everywhere? Welcome to the one and only Hog Talk Podcast. I'm the Friday host, Ty Hudson. I hope you guys have had a wonderful week. I hope your week was awesome. Week two of homeschooling or maybe you're sending your kids to school it's week two of school and it's for 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 the fellow homeschoolers out there i feel you i feel you it's i'm my only time to catch up on razorback news is typically i kind of i kind of get information here and there throughout the week but it's not like before obviously when i was like i had a little bit easier time to get to the news now it's almost like I gotta wait until about half an hour before we do an episode. I'm so behind on stuff. It's it's crazy, and it's not just one kid that I'm homeschooling. It's multiple, <laughs> multiple kids that I'm homeschooling. God help me above. I've got a scotch in one hand and a and aspirin in the other throughout my throughout my week. So. Again, I hope you guys had a wonderful week. Please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. We'd really appreciate that. If you haven't done it yet, please go do so. We would, it goes a long ways. It really does. It goes a long ways when you when you rate the show. You don't have to leave a review, a written review. You can just give us some star power. That's all we need. Some star power. I think we're we've got we've got quite a few quite a few uh, stars given to us that's really cool you know for for an amateur podcast it's pretty neat not gonna lie so much so much happening with these other teams that Arkansas is playing with COVID-19 the fear of it guys sitting out or opting out for the year they know they're going to be drafted you know others that may not be the case so much craziness yes 
I have heard the rumors about more Razorback players contracting COVID right now. It's a rumor, and that's it. I don't know. I'm not saying that it's true, and I'm not saying that it's fake news. I don't know. I have had a text today, at least one, just, well, the only text today, uh, of someone asking me about it or, have you heard? Oh, gosh. Oh, no. They're, they're pro- I don't know. The odds are pretty high. Although they're in a much more controlled environment than you and I, but what they do after practice is something else entirely. So let's get into it. Georgia Bulldog quarterback Jamie Newman. Now this is it is old news, but we're going to cover it anyways. I say old, but I mean it'll be the fourth September fourth by the time you hear this. But uh, he has opted out for concerns over the coronavirus. The six foot three, two hundred and ten pound USC transfer JT Daniels will be the next man up. He joined the Bulldogs back in May and received an NCAA waiver to play this season. Of course he did. Of course he did. Thanks a lot, Newman. He is, uh, yeah, Georgia. Georgia's, if, if you ask me, they're probably a little bit concerned. When you have to rely on transfers to come in and bail you out. And look, Arkansas had to with Mallet. I get that. And they had to do it. I mean, we saw how it worked out last year for Arkansas, but I mean, I'm going to I'm going to think I, I believe that Jamie Newman and JT Daniels are far more capable quarterbacks than what Arkansas had to deal with with their transfers. He's uh yeah, you know, with with Hicks and Starkle. I, I would take either one of Newman or Daniels over Starkle and and uh Hicks, of course. Then you got to look at the the staff, like who was coaching these guys, who's really to blame. But this is a, a pretty for Georgia fans. They seem like they, yeah, they they were concerned on social media. They had there's an interesting response from their from their Twitter from their world. Fans kind of split or torn. Some fans saying that JT Daniels is a better quarterback. Anyways, well, let's talk about him then. Let's talk about him again. He he received his. Waiver back in May. It's amazing how that works out for Georgia, isn't it? Uh, Daniels, who will be a redshirt sophomore technically, but he'll, he will have three years of eligibility remaining uh, after missing all but one game in 2019 because of an injury. As a true freshman, not very many true freshman quarterbacks go to USC and start for you know from day one, and he did that. He threw the ball 363 times at USC as a freshman, 59% pass completion ratio, just shy of 2,700 yards passing with 20 or with uh, 2,672. That's a completion, uh, or the the yards per completion were right at about seven. 14 touchdowns, 10 picks with a with an adjusted quarterback rating of about 128.6. You know, look, when when you talk about 2,600 yards, 14 passing touchdowns, 10 picks, he's a freshman. The the numbers, the passing yards, that's not terrible. That's nothing to, like, to to write home to mom about, but it's also nothing to be embarrassed. Nothing to be embarrassed of. Almost 2,700 yards as a true freshman? Threw for right at about 60%? Arkansas would kill for these kind of numbers out of one quarterback. The ten, the fourteen touchdowns to ten interception ratio, not the greatest, right? So Georgia, Georgia's hit. That's a hit. Look, when 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 Newman transfers, he's the guy that they've been talking about. 
He's going to come in and save them on offense. And on offense a year ago, like they are purely a defensive team. That is what Georgia is. They are an elite defense. I mean, it is, it's, it's truly like what, when you think of Georgia, that's what you should think of is, is, is great defensive play. Shouldn't be surprised considering their staff and their coach, but their offense kind of middle of the road. I th- what were they? I, I don't have the numbers like sixth or seventh overall offense in the SEC a, lot, uh, a year ago, which is crazy to think about when you consider the kind of talent, what they had at running back the depth they've had at running back, the kind of talent, the position talent that they have is – the skill position talent, rather. What they what they have there is ridiculous. And for them to kind of be middle of the road, it's like, I don't know, man. What do you what do – uh, how? It's it's and, and you're in the East? Come on. Come on. You got Florida to worry about, and that's it. Although I think this year, not to go too far off the road here, not to get too far off the old dusty trail, but uh, – like I think Tennessee is going to be a lot better than people think. I'm not saying they're going to win. They're not going to go eight and two, but it wouldn't shock me if they went eight and two. I'll say that. But I think Tennessee's going to be better. But last year, eh, right? Georgia did lose to South Carolina a year ago, which is confusing, which is a head scratcher. But I mean, welcome to the SEC, right? Yeah. JT Daniels is going to be the next man up for them. Can he? Is he ready? To deal with all this, you know, in a typical season, right? Coming in in May, you've missed spring, you've missed spring camp, like, and then you throw in, and I'm talking about the player. If this was a typical off season, when you miss out on spring camp, that's a pretty big deal. If you're a transfer, and that's kind of hard to do. It's hard to make it into spring, and you know, and, and have the opportunity to, to practice, and, and you know, you've got the eligibility concerns. So, but in this unorthodox offseason, is it is it it's obviously worse because now you're you're going to have to learn a whole new system and I don't know that he was fully expecting to be the guy or not. I mean, you know, you you transfer out at USC, so yeah, I'm sure he's I it's not like he's nervous, right? I mean, he's he's had experience. He shouldn't be shaking in his cleats. I'm not saying that. The question's going to be, is he ready and do the, how much of the offense are they going to have installed with a guy that's only been there since May? But, you know, again, there's not been any spring camp for anybody. So this is the unorthodox. This is 2020. Nothing has been – nothing has gone as planned in 2020 for anything. But obviously for college football, not having spring camp, I can't stress that enough. That's a huge deal. And again, not like he would have made it. I'm just saying in a typical year, had he not made it anyways, that, that would have mattered. That would be something we're talking about. Well, he didn't come in until May. He missed spring camp. So he's got this short amount of time to work with. You know, Thankfully for them, this isn't something you're talking about happening at the end of, 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 uh, of September where you're getting ready for install, right? Like you're getting ready to install your game plan against Arkansas. And that's the other thing. You're opening up against Arkansas. So for them, I'm sure they're 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 not shaking in their cleats, like I said, for week one. But it's gonna be interesting to see how JT Daniels, assuming he's the guy, and I think that he will be, it's gonna be interesting to see how far along he is by the time they come into Fayetteville. That's gonna be a I can't I'm I'm just psyched to have college football, assuming Assuming it all goes as planned, right? Like like I said, nothing else has. LSU, let's talk about them for a minute. LSU, four players have opted out. 
the most recent LSU wideout, Jamar Chase, and defensive end, Tyler Shelvin. They both opt out for 2020 due to COVID concerns. Uh, are there more on the way? Are there more on the way? Well, this is what Ed, Ed Orgeron had said to uh, to ESPN. There are one or two I know are thinking about it. Hopefully they don't, but again, if they do, that's what we'll live with. But we have depth, and if they do opt out, we're still going to have a great football team. I mean, of course he's going to say, oh, we're going to have a great football team. God, that hurts my throat. <laughs> I can't do that without coughing. Uh, don't worry, I'm in a closed environment and I don't have the COVID or the Rona. I don't have the Rona uh, as far as I know. I did get tested, by the way. Just a little FYI for you. I did get tested and I came back negative. Uh, Walgreens, uh, you could just you just were able to pull right in there, and they they let you do the whole swabbing yourself. They didn't do it; you got to do it. Pretty easy. Took uh, like ten minutes. So Ed Orgeron, go Tiger, go Tiger. He's uh, <laughs> he thinks there could be some more on the way. So Neil Farrell, the defensive back or the defensive lineman, Neil Farrell, and the defensive back, Kerry Vincent, are the other two that have opted out. That puts them at four. Uh, there's, <laughs> they returned what five, is it four or five starters from the 2022 team or the uh, 2020 team? Think about that. Think about that. Let's go with the, let's go with six, six returning starters. Let's go with seven. Like it's still, you are, this is not the same team along with the staff coming and going. Like this is not the same team. You know, and these are these are first round draft picks we're talking about. These are these are big time guys. Jamar Chase, are you kidding? Jamar Chase is a is a baller. Eighty four catches, seventeen hundred eighty yards, twenty receiving touchdowns. What? What? <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? That is a huge loss for them. So now people are uh, it's winnable it's a winnable game not so fast my friend they are it's not like they're yeah he's gone they're not filling the next guy up isn't a high rated four or five star but that is a big time loss and if you didn't sense the sarcasm there they do they have four and five stars filling the spots but Jamar Chase's shoes he's six what is he six one two. Of course, I don't have it pulled up here. I'm afraid another ad's going to pop up, and we're going to get copyright stricken here. But um, I think he's six one, like two fifteen, two ten. Uh, big time player, big time player. He's he gone, he gone. 2019, it was unbelievable what he did. And the other guys, like this, is first round talent gone. You look at Georgia's situation. So this is nothing but an advantage, but it could still hit Arkansas. It could still Arkansas. It could still hit Arkansas. So, yeah, that's four players that have opted out for LSU, uh, and 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 it's it's obviously troublesome. I I don't think what is their FPI? Were they at like eight wins or something? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm putting together. We're. I don't know about the other guys. I'm sure Kyle is, and and I'm sure Jacob and and uh, and, and the other guys are Bohannon, and I'm sure everyone's getting kind of an idea of what they think is going to happen in 2020 in the SEC. I don't think LSU 
is a seven or eight win team in the, in the SEC. I just don't. I think some teams, I don't think they're going to make huge steps forward, but Arkansas, in my opinion, is going to be better. Mississippi State, they're going to be a, 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 what do you want to call it? Just a, they're going to be the, the wild card, I think. And Arkansas is too. They're going to be the wild cards. You don't know what to expect from these two teams. Probably wins. I would argue, yeah, they're probably, LSU should win both of those games. I, th- I do believe, I don't even want to get on my Auburn take right now. You guys will, I'm not there yet. I mean, I am there, but I, <laughs> I'm i going to wait before I tell you my idea for the SEC West. I do think A&M is going to be better than people think. I'm not on the Kellen Mond for Heisman All-America. I, I don't know how anyone thinks Kellen Mond is something. He's not a, a first-round quarterback. I don't think he is. Maybe I'm wrong. But I do think A&M will be a really good team so that's another team that's going to be better from a year ago again Arkansas is going to be better Ole Miss is going to try and spin that they're going to be better I don't know how much better than let's say just a little bit better teams in the west I think are going to be better I don't know that anyone takes a significant step back outside of LSU maybe Bama I still don't know what to think about their quarterback situation I know they're sold on their guy. I know that I know that the pieces, you know, they're always going to have talent. I get that. They're going to always have talent. Of course they are. But I think LSU takes a huge huge step back. And that goes without saying. I think most of us are on the same page. Not just hog talk. I think you, the educated HTP listener, Agree with that. LSU should not be. They're definitely not going to be anything what they were a year ago. But uh, I, I don't know. They're going to be half of what they were a year ago. Hogs introduced the white jerseys. My God on earth were those not clean. Oh, those white away jerseys are so clean. They look so good, you guys. I love those white aways. You got to respect the drip, Karen. Respect the drip. It's... Uh, yeah, yeah, not bad. I'm I'm loving the red and white classics, the D or the D Mac era. Here's my opinion on that, on the jerseys, really quick. Keep that jersey. That's your permit. That should be your regular your regular season jersey. Stop swapping out with these idealistic, ridiculous Oregon wannabe jerseys. I don't have a problem with maybe one game as an alternate jersey. Okay. You think you think there's some kind of rivalry between Arkansas and LSU? All right, let's do that. Do the alternates for that game, or or whatever game at home. You want? I I always think you do the alternates for home. I it drives me crazy when they save that stuff for the road. Do it at home, one game a year. If it's not LSU, then then whoever else you've got at home, or the Mizzou game. Right? Like they're trying to force feed us that nonsensical rivalry. It's not a rivalry. Come on. I don't know why Mizzou fans, and Mizzou fans are way more up on this being a rivalry than Arkansas fans are, to which I don't understand. It's such a forced rivalry. But if you want to go with one alternate, do it for that game, or or do it for the game where you get the most exposure, which would probably be uh, Alabama or LSU or Auburn. But do the alternates for one freaking game, but stick with these jerseys. Keep them. We don't need to swap out jerseys every year and make all these changes. Although the last couple of years, they've not been huge changes, but enough. I get that we want to appeal to the recruits, and I agree with that. My, my dad and I have this argument all the time. 
Okay? He doesn't know how to pull up podcasts. He has no idea how to even get to the podcast app on his freaking five-year-old iPhone. But if he did, he'd be listening to this shaking his head like, yeah, I told you. Look, I, I don't fully agree, but I do kind of agree, right? I think that I think that you should stick with a jersey but have an alternate to please the recruits, to, to appeal to, to players that want that as an option. And I do agree, you have to have every advantage, and I think you should have one alternate, but keep these. Keep these. God, they're so clean. And also, the matted helmets should burn. And to me, the, the matted helmet, the forward-facing hog logo, you know what I'm talking about, the Lion King pig logo. I hate that logo so much. And the matted helmets. Did I say jerseys a minute ago? I didn't mean to if I did. Matted helmets should burn in hell. I hate those matted. Like, it was cool for, like, a game. It was like, oh, okay, that's different. Keep the polished look. My kids are slamming doors. All right, last thing we'll talk about, and this is going to be it. ESPN updated FPI, quote-unquote FPI, the football power index, for those of you who don't know what that is, uh, now has the Hogs with one win in 2020. Arkansas over Mississippi State. I think it was, like, 50.5. Like, they don't even know. They're like, yeah, I just, I just, you know what? I'm not really sure about this one. But they do have Arkansas favored in this matchup, um, according again to the to the FPI. It's it's uh, fifty point five to forty nine point five. Obviously, uh, I I that's the game for me. That it's 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 a it's a coin flip. It is a quote unquote winnable game, and we we've I don't know if we got to work on that definition or what. But yeah, uh, I I. I get it. I get that being the one game. I'm I'm a little bit more surprised that it's not. I'm a little bit more surprised it's not maybe Ole Miss. You know because it's at home or or maybe I don't know at Mizzou. I'm a little bit surprised it's not one of those. But because uh, Mississippi State air raid, Mike Leach is. It seems like he works with whatever he has. Ole Miss is revamping, and I do think Mississippi State has more talent than Ole Miss. But then again, I don't know. Ole Miss has got that bought and paid for talent. So, all right, that's gonna do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate and review the podcast. I know it's a short one. No guests today. Uh, I'm not sure if we're gonna have a Monday podcast or not because of uh, because of the holiday. But we'll try to keep you guys up to date on social media. Again. Thanks a lot. Woo, pig suey, go hogs. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.